0: you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right, roll it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Hello everyone and welcome to Couples Therapy. I am Naomi. And I am Andy. And we're a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of listeners. Andy, let me just tell you, <laughs> I'm so happy we record our intro in the morning. <laughs> this is the
1: first thing. First, we fed the animals. Naomi had a little bit of breakfast and this is for, maybe you can hear the
0: sleep in my voice. I love it. I'm like slowly pivoting you to someone who gets stuff done and out of the way. Because yeah. it's beautiful because then it gives, not only, don't you feel good once you get stuff done and out of the way? As opposed to being like, I've got to, I've got to work my energy up to do this 15 minute thing at 6 p.m.
1: Yeah, no, I like having my energy, I like, I like having my energy naturally flow into my body as opposed to, like, when we start this off, you know, we're both at the same energy level. Yeah. But Naomi, like, you could see her, like, the, the, the switch in her body flip
0: what it's called is professionalism mm-hmm. it's called performance indy mm-hmm. sometimes you must just get it out there and that's beautiful because now once this is done you know what i get to do i get to take a nap
1: <laughs> we haven't it's so we're recording this obviously post thank one well, maybe not obviously post thanksgiving mm-hmm. and uh it has been days of just like starches like for every <laughs> single meal like i were you not having like last night my meal was leftover Trader Joe's uh, fake turkey roast. Yeah, your
0: vegan field roast.
1: Vegan field roast. By the way, thank you. I forget the the listener's name, but thank you for recommending it. It's it's better than tofurkey. But I I uh, 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 toasted it up with uh, uh, some uh, toasted brioche.
0: Made a little sandwich.
1: Made, made a sandwich, mashed potatoes, <laughs> honey roasted carrots, and mac and cheese <laughs> yeah yeah and it has just been sitting there since
0: well i will say you know you are the person who does have a solid two cups of mashed potatoes within the <laughs> meal you know and that's on you i think i never understood how you could put so much mashed potato away because they're, so they're so delicious they're so delicious it's there and then it and then it just plugs you up that's would, why me yeah i'm bringing you green bean realness i'm bringing you collard green realness something to break it up Do you think
1: that was ever a category in the ballrooms?
0: (laughs) Thanksgiving realness, the category is turkey sides and stuffing.
1: That would be fun, actually. Um, Actually, it would. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving was very fun, but it's it's just days and days of, uh, you know, even with riding the exercise bike for half an hour and walking Mabel for 40 minutes in the evening, still uh not enough to counteract
0: nope two cups of mashed potatoes (laughs) that's what i call potatoes i just feel like like even just mashed potatoes when i see them i'm just like oh i feel like you could be using them to like uh what's the word spackle a wall or something yeah it does it
1: does (laughs) it's kind of like spackle for your stomach it
0: is stomach spackle
1: yeah um before we get into the episode naomi uh you know we love to get reader comments
0: i love I love positive feedback. uh I also love feedback that maybe tells me when I'm wrong. Sure. I'm open.
1: Sure. We are very open, I would say. And I would say sometimes I do push back if I don't think we're wrong. (laughs) Again, this has always been my kind of like bellwether. Does one person write us? Usually it's their problem. More than one person writes us?
0: That's our problem. We got to look within?
1: Or we have to look within at least and see. We have to look within. So, OK, so um, but sometimes, you know, mostly we just get comments saying like, hey, I got an idea, too, for your listeners. So do you remember I forget what episode this is, but do you remember the uh, the person who rode in and they were like, hey, I met my boyfriend in Quar or right before Quar. And now that it, things are opening back up again, yes, yes, yes. I've because realized I he's he annoying. is very loud yep. and annoying in yep. public mm-hmm. and I love him a lot. But loud and annoying right. in public, what do I do? Well the listener. Called in. I love this. Left this voicemail. I love it. Let's take a listen.
4: Hi, Naomi and Andy. Um, a couple of weeks ago you guys had a caller call in and I have not been able to get their their question out of my head since. So I figured I would go ahead and call and give my two cents because I don't think it was covered. Um the caller was calling because their boyfriend who they have been seeing since the very start of the pandemic uh, it was too loud in public. And they didn't realize it until they started going out into public with this new boyfriend. And now, even though she really likes him and finds his dorky little humor endearing, uh, she's thinking about breaking up with him over it. And part of your advice was break up with him. Um, and I wanted to say not to do that necessarily, without taking a few steps first. And and the reason is um I was the loud partner. And if it hadn't been for my now husband speaking up and in very plain terms saying, I love you, but you are too fucking loud and if you cannot quiet down I will be forced to to end our, our relationship because I can't handle it. Um if he hadn't been so very frank, I never would have taken it seriously, I don't think, and we could have ended our relationship without ever giving it a real start. Um, And now we've been together eight beautiful years, and uh, I'm happier than I ever have been. I mean, even during the pandemic with him working from home and me working from home, um, me publishing my first novel, so much more. The point is, we've been through huge stressors, and still, we're closer now and more in love now than we ever have been. So I highly, highly recommend having a very frank conversation and just saying, you know, I really, truly love you or care for you, however you feel best wording it, but this is the problem, and if it doesn't change, I cannot continue this relationship. It has to change. And if you say it like that and he still can't change his volume or learn to monitor himself, um, and, and there's nothing wrong with his ears, uh, then consider ending the relationship, but, but please give it a try first because if something as simple as that can make a world of difference. Okay. Uh, that's all. Take care.
1: Bye. How do you feel about that? Ultimatums.
0: <laughs> well, not ultimate. I mean, you know, because we're hearing this advice from the loud partner, uh, huh. I'm like, well, okay, if you could granted, I will say, you know, I automatically assume it even just the way uh she speaks seems like she's like a thoughtful, measured person. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but we're talking about telling this to a man. <laughs> 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 but at like, yeah, the same time, no. I'm like, but I'm like, anyway, coming from, I'm like, yeah, she's right. I'm like, she's right, of course. I thought we did also say, but like, again, maybe we didn't was like, yeah, you have to, obviously you have to say it. it's like, I need you to bring it in. Uh-huh. Or we cannot. Be together, or at the very least, we cannot be together in public spaces. Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe we said I don't remember, but yeah. at the very least, I do like hearing it from the other side of yes. the equation. Exactly,
0: exactly. That's something like that. Because then, because uh, usually
1: it's, it's like uh, to me ultimatums seem a little uh, like uh, if you're at that stage. I don't know what to say.
0: Yeah, but I think it's different when it's an ultimatum like this.
1: Sure, for something like, just like, hey, you're a little loud in public.
0: Right. It's like, if you don't change us, we can. And as I said, that's why what I said is like, I'm not, it's like, you and I can't be out in public together. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, I love you, blessed, but you and I are not going out to any public space that didn't involve you talking. <laughs> I think with something like this, it can, it can feel a little less. Um, harsh yeah though it is an ultimatum in a way it's tough like you know we were at a
1: social event on saturday it doesn't matter we were yeah, over the weekend yeah. we're like we separated for i think like a good deal of the thing yeah, and we're talking really to separate people and it, yeah I, you know we say that a lot on this i mean not just gotta miss a bitch but you gotta miss a bitch even in, at the same event
0: absolutely and that's funny it's funny because i was thinking about that afterwards i was like oh i'm really happy because you and i didn't know too many people there so i was surprised i I didn't know if we would actually break off do you know what i mean because once we got there and it was like oh it's not because i thought it was just gonna be people we knew and then we got there and it was like new people and i was like mostly new people i was like i am not here to get to know people (laughs) i'm not here to (laughs) connect with a stranger so so then i was like uh oh but then i was like oh we did it we did fine or like at Uh one point you know Um, I think it helped that one of your really good friends was there, so then you and him just, like, choked But no, I just talked to strangers. You know what? You know what? You can.
1: I will say this. As an introvert, as an indoor kid, you can learn to talk to
0: strangers. Yeah, you can. You can. It's hard. Uh, It's a lot of work. Uh, (laughs) You will have to dig deep within your soul to find the reserves necessary. You will have to, like...
1: This is what I do. I, I, like... Whatever my first instinct is, even Mm -hmm. if it's gonna, like... I just suppress it, even if it's going to <laughs> cause there to be silence for a little bit. What I think about what a normal, quote unquote, normal human would say. Yes, what beautiful. someone in a beer commercial would say as now, a response.
0: You're always say beer commercial, but you know, someone in a beer commercial would just say "twins." <laughs> but you, that's my shorthand, Naomi. Know.
1: You know, for
0: I know, you know, for society, general society,
1: Yeah, general society, basicness. So you you suppress the first, uh, your your instinctual response. Yep you think for a moment and then you say what the beer commercial person would say. And then you're like, okay,
0: what have you watched recently? (laughs) Is that what the beer commercial person would say?
1: Well, someone said something insane about like, like about like an insane way to deal with the homeless problem here in Los Angeles. And I was like, Oh, I'm not going to get into a fight over this (laughs) in the middle of someone else's party. Right. So I just stopped. I'm like, I, I, there was, like, a long 10-second pause as I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm just like, well, yeah, there are a lot of different ways to deal with And, you know, the addendum to that being, like, some less humane than others. Some not fully giving uh, unhoused people uh, full autonomy.
0: Like your solution. Well, how did it feel, though? I'm, I mean, I'm very proud of you, but I also know that's very hard for you to keep your not because i think you like to be very honest and you don't want to feel like you're betraying yourself
1: there what was i gonna what what it doesn't matter this person's not a policy person if this right. person was on city council i would have been like what is wrong with you i see, I see right I see. but like yeah, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. a person but like a
0: random person with a bad idea yeah and they you're didn't like, even oh, right.
1: live in los angeles so they're i see so I they see. can't even vote for like you know garbage for policy. like someone like nithia who you know has actual solutions of what such as building housing <laughs> right uh so you know it was I, I, it's not difficult It yeah. when when like i'm not gonna what does it matter this person their opinion doesn't really matter it's just like it's like the same thing where like people argue on twitter
0: who cares yeah, I what's it gonna do you're right
1: what's it gonna, hey everyone think about that what's mute it gonna do? mute 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 the people you don't like because it's not gonna because it doesn't matter hey um do you know what does matter though what our guest today.
0: Okay, this was actually like fun, heartwarming, surprising, made me think maybe I have a new friend or could have a new friend. Who's our guest? Well, honey, today we are talking to Ego Wodum. Yes, you know her from Saturday Night Live. If you were here in Los Angeles, you know her from UCB. You may also know her from her appearances on podcasts like Comedy Bank. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. That's when when I first wrote we wrote her a, a while ago and just because of her schedule it took a while to talk to her. But I was just like, So I'm a huge fan of your characters at comedy bang bang. Uh, would you would you be yourself? Would you take our hands? and be yourself
0: and couples therapy and she did and she was she really did come to us she came to us with an open heart and a loose butt yeah okay we did talk about ibs so (laughs) an open heart and a loose butt and we're so very grateful
1: say, what a lovely human
0: a truly lovely human
1: um speaking of Lovely Humans.
0: Yes, Lovely <laughs> Humans and Comedy. I'm loving your segues. This uh, is correct. Yeah,
1: we, we have a little PSA we wanted to read you very quickly.
0: Absolutely. We wanted to talk to you a little bit about Comedy Gives Back, Laughing for Good. Because on December 9th, comedians, comedy clubs, and venues all over the country are pledging to raise awareness of Comedy Gives Back and the Laughing for Good initiative. This one-night national holiday fundraiser will help Comedy Gives Back continue to provide safety nets for the comedy community in the form of medical treatment, financial assistance, and more. As we all know, the COVID-19 pandemic has been devastating for everyone. It has also been especially devastating on live performance, and comedians need help more than ever. And you can help. So consider making a recurring donation this Giving Tuesday. No matter how big or small, just text LAUGH. To 707070 to donate. Mm hmm. And I, I'll throw this out there, Naomi. Throw it out there, Indy. If you
1: have a little extra cash. Wow.
0: Okay. It all is right.
1: Hanukkah, and Naomi, I do believe you. You have jubu t-shirts.
0: Well, can you think of any better Hanukkah gift than a jubu t-shirt? Mm, no. Absolutely not. Literally not. Not even if you had a a valise full
1: of latkes.
0: <laughs> We've got two great styles. They're very soft, honey and give them to the Jubu in your life, okay? <laughs> yeah,
1: so just go to the link tree in uh, either of the uh, the Instagram or the Twitter uh, bios. Also or...
0: my Instagram yeah. bio.
1: And hey, if you uh, have an extra 15 bucks or whatever, uh, we got lots of other t-shirts. That's gotta, true. Gotta miss a bitch t-shirt. Gotta
0: miss a bitch, couples therapy logo. The point is, you got options, Henny, to be warm and cozy this holiday season. But okay, look, look, look. I've told you. I've told you enough about how to spend your money. Okay, you gotta make your own choices. I'm not your mother. I'm not your accountant. Do what feels right in your heart because you know what? We got an episode to drop. Roll it! Ego, I think of you as someone who's generally happy, loving life. Granted, this might be the first time we're having a real conversation. <laughs> And yet this is what I get. That's the energy I get that you're just like living, loving life, giving us Colgate smile, giving <laughs> us clear skin and footloose, fancy free vibes. Oh, man,
3: that is high praise. I truly today just had a conversation about people whose natural disposition is is to be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm one, but I love that. That's what I'm giving. It's, yes. it's giving happy. It's giving Colgate. Yes.
0: Smile. yes. Um,
3: I, but I would say I, I'm not a my disposition is not generally unhappy or, or depressed if yeah, yeah. I would say it's um, neutral. <laughs> uh-huh. It's uh-huh. neutral. but I, I skew happy if that makes it's neutral. It's anxious, it's anxious reads, reads reads neutral, reads mm-hmm. neutral. Mm-hmm. Reads
1: neutral or feels neutral
3: my anxiety feels neutral to me. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> because right. Because so you feel like I, a natural state.
3: Yes. Because I live there. I have IBS as well. I'm happy to delve into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's intertwined with the anxiety, but um, uh, yeah, I, I would say I'm generally neutral. I do try to skew happy though. I do. I, I, I feel like I, th- it's clear to me that I was a happy child at some point. Oh, I don't know okay. when I, I went more neutral, but I feel I feel that at my core there is a joy. Oh, However, oh. you know, I, often days I feel somewhere neutral to slightly happy. Yeah. Ah,
1: so in some way you are uh, you are like you put me and Naomi in that fly machine. Interesting. In the machine, <laughs> from the fly, and then you <laughs> popped out. You
0: think so? Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: Are you? Do you have a happy core, Andrew? I yeah, w- with a uh, tinge <laughs> by anxiety. All right, I guess. No,
0: I think of you as someone. <laughs> hold, on, who's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your your like, partner is, is
1: dubious. <laughs> that's, that's very telling. My dear wife, what is? Where <laughs> do you think the, my inside skew? Because I would say skews towards joy with
0: uh, that is uh, uh, injected,
1: uh, injected by a madman yep.
0: with anxiety. Interesting. I think you know you uh, hate most things. You know you. You know the world is ending and burning and. You know what I mean? Like, there's no hope for our future is the vibe I get from you, right? But you know, nevertheless, you persist, right? Creatively <laughs> is what I feel, which is like you work, you do things in spite of that, but you're well aware that you know you're constantly talking about like a living hell or a hellscape or a <laughs> right, dying in- capitalist structure. You know what I mean? Like so. <laughs> But inside, That's, this is not for ego to have to arbitrate. No, because, no. well, <laughs> I, I would like to. Is that what this is? Is that what you brought um, me here to do? Yeah. I'm happy to. I, I
3: just <laughs> need a little more information from both parties before I'm able to um, partially ha- share my opinion. <laughs> but I mean. Any-
1: Do you get a joy skewing
0: vibe from me? I guess is what
1: we're asking. Yeah, Now it's
0: on you. Do you get a joy skewing vibe? This is
3: I'm in a hot seat. Do you? You don't you don't give me not joy. I just feel there has to be some middle ground. You don't (laughs) give me full joy at all times, but you don't give me unhappy either. I feel like there's I bet you the larger portion of the population. This is based on no science whatsoever in my mind is like most people are neutral. Most people. <laughs> want to but I think that you laugh because it's wrong. <laughs> um, but it's what I'd like to believe. It's but it's but that's not reality. Maybe.
0: Where did you grow up? Because you see, you know, you're thinking like you were a happy child. Where did you grow up? Baltimore, Maryland. I was born in Baltimore,
3: I spent two years in um, Lewisburg, West Virginia, where my mother Ooh. was going to medical school. Ooh, uh, Dr. Mom. Dr. Mom. Wow. Indeed. Uh, and so I, I, but then we went back to we, And then I did a year in New Jersey, Piscataway, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I say it like it's doing Piscataway. time. It, I know. Well, it, I, you did time in you Piscataway. <laughs> and then um, I eventually found myself back in baltimore yes
0: okay um, yeah all right
1: now you've now you've further complicated this because, oh wow
0: tell her andy
1: well w- joy to me <laughs> someone neutral with the with skewing to joy I'm g- i was gonna guess west coaster
3: i was yeah gonna guess you were a west coaster. i've been getting a lot of people thinking i'm from the west coast which i'm tempted Lo- love the west coast came of age on the west coast I feel when people say that to me, I feel I do find myself mildly insulted (laughs) as like a woman who's like, I'm East Coast to the death of me. Uh, I I go, oh, okay, And and you guys are not you are you are not in a a small group of people. In fact, like two weeks ago, um, my dresser at SNL was like, you're from california right and i'm like no so (laughs) but i had i did live there i went to college there and then didn't leave until i got hired at snl and now live in new york but um no no where are you guys from
0: now from new york we're east coasters yeah i'm from new york pennsylvania (gasps) yeah
3: true slap in the face I'm giving California my East Coasters heart is breaking right now but that's okay
0: well it's just because you're loving life you know and seem you know again I know the anxiety is inside but outwardly you're projecting like things are going great I'm just seeing you and Bowen posing on Instagram constantly just being like look at us we're young we're young and we work on Saturday Night Live and I was like I'm telling you, if I worked on Saturday Night Live, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't see me post. I would not talk about it. I'd be in a corner all day, every day, just being like, "Maybe I'll be in something. Maybe I'll be in something." And then, and like, I, I
3: just feel like, <laughs> I, you know what? It's I, okay. I want to. I want to. Did I do something wrong? Okay, I might have done something wrong. Hold on. Well, guys.
0: you are holding the plug of your head.
3: <laughs> so that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Wait. Talk again. <laughs> Wait, so okay, like, can we're you talking. Can you hear us? I'm ruining this. Okay, okay. I just need to explain to you what just happened. I'm still recording here, so this will all be in the pod. This will
4: <laughs>
3: this will all still be on the pod all as well. What happened is, guys, I started to panic halfway through. This is the anxiety we speak of. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not hearing them in my headphones. I'm hearing them on my computer. And I don't want to ruin your recording. But now I think I'm insane. And just let's pretend this never happened. And I'm going to speak to me and Bowen posting. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay okay so see you've never been close to me now (laughs) that's that's where you're um also my job just makes me a more anxious person by the way and I do think I skew that way and then I did move to California and became like a really calm version of myself I won't Mm -hmm. say the calmest person but like a pretty like nothing matters I don't need to cuss anyone out today like (laughs) We don't cuss people out anymore. Um, and now I'm back in New York and I'm like, or East Coast, and I'm like, and I'm on edge at all times. Anyway, mm-hmm. Bowen and I, that is, I don't want to call it a facade because we are joyous with uh, amongst ourselves. We yeah, are yeah. full of joy, full of love, full of light. However, our job is so stressful. Um, as I've just said, it has sent me, <laughs> it's it just, mm-hmm all the parts of me that the perfectionist in me who wants things to go exactly right. And like you work in live TV, that's not really possible, but that's, I think people could assume that's not great for a perfectionist, but like just the details of the day to day at our job and how unpredictable it can be from day to day um, have made me quite stressed, but I do Mm -hmm. think I do a pretty good job of managing it. Um, But Bowen and I, yeah, we look so happy and we are, we are, we're married. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. and uh uh we we're happy together i think we try to find joy at work when we can mm. right like yeah. how it is and like it looks and i think we make it look really fun and yeah. in many ways it is and can be but it's also a lot of other shit too
0: so. right y'all started the same year right so you were like in the same class same um, cohort
3: uh we no well we did yeah in a sense yes because he was a writer my first season so we did come Ooh. in together he was a writer i was a cast member he and i would work on a lot of stuff together um much of which never saw the day well and maybe we'll never see the day light of day um but we we did a lot together and like failed a ton together and so th- that's how our bond was formed and naomi i still am laughing about a joke you told. Maybe three minutes ago, internally, <laughs> I'm, trying present, I'm trying to present like serious, but I just have to get it out. You saying, "Well, you are holding the cord in your hand,"
0: saying, "I think I did something." But it I, was. It looked very unplugged, and I thought, "Well, it can't possibly be okay."
3: Yeah, things are, I was troubled over here. But anyway, I had to get it off my chest. By the I way, my whatever,
1: whatever those sketches you haven't done when the UCB opens back up. <laughs> Why
3: not? Oh my gosh. Are you you, and and so okay, formally I do okay. I formally I'm gonna say you are in the happy camp. You are an optimist. (laughs) Just based on that. I I, we hope UCB returns and you sound confident.
1: You can can do a spank. They may not like give you a run right away. You can do a spank for sure. You and Bone. Happy to happy Um, to do a spank. Uh oh, wait, okay. So hold on. The, yes, obviously, okay, okay, okay. East Coast, the East Coast, and being uh, uh, doing live TV. Obviously, that amplifies the anxiety. But yeah. where – let's
0: let's dig deep. Ooh, where Where's the
1: anxiety start? Where oh what, what are the origins?
0: Yeah, was it Dr. Um, Wodum saying, don't you dare embarrass me? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> you know, a little bit. Dr. Wodum's like the most chill
3: – I'm going to – I'm allowed to say this because I'm Nigerian. But she's the most chill Nigerian I think I've met. One of the more chill ones mm-hmm, <laughs> I've ever mm-hmm. met in my life. Not as – I do – Um, An impression of her that is like a high, strung Nigerian parent, but it's fun because it's not actually an accurate reflection of how my mom is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think just I'm the youngest of four, I think just. You know, Nigerians tend to be overachievers, and it's kind of in our blood. It's part of the culture. Like me, can you going- tell my
0: dad? Because when it comes to <laughs> raising me, he was under, baby, under, under, under. <laughs> well, well, as
3: was mine, but um, <laughs> but overachievers career wise. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah. so I can't take that from him. Uh, <laughs> career wise, and, you know, ac- like as far as academia goes, uh, but. So I think, but I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of pressure on me though, either. I think I feel like my mom is a single mom and I think I did a lot of uh, adulting at a young age myself. Like just being like super responsible. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
0: you yeah, yeah. relate. Well, can relate well, yes, you must. But also you had siblings, right? So like you also <laughs> had to do that too. Like I was an only child, so I didn't have necessarily to account for anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Or like help yeah. keep things in order. But most certainly it was like, You had to be good Mm because Elizabeth has enough on her plate. You know what I mean? So you can't be out here. acting.
3: Yes. Well, that's like, well, I felt that way. I felt that way growing up. It was sort of like, I'm the youngest. Everyone else is on the straight and narrow. I'm going to just do the same. That's not like wiling out. Never. If I'm being honest too, it never really appealed to me. I don't know Mm -hmm. how I was raised that it just did like being a real wild child. did just, just did not appeal to me. And I've, my mom has said that I've always been responsible. Like even as a, like, five-year-old answering the phone at home and people are like, how old is she? And she's like, she's five. <laughs> and they go, oh, wow. Because I had a full adult exchange with her. Um, I'm like, <laughs> like, I just, I think that that, and and feeling like I have to take care and make sure things are in order myself because my parent had so much to juggle and yeah, like you said, yeah. I didn't want to be the other thing on her plate that's like giving her a headache. So I I think that I'm like... Oh, I, I'm like soccer mom with n- no kids and no relation to sports. I'm just like, <laughs> and every, uh, the lunch is packed and everyone's right. this and we can chart and we're, we're going to have all the, everything will be in order. And I'm planning for tomorrow. Um, But weirdly, I'm also a procrastinator.
0: <laughs> so, so it's a, it's a, I don't know. I'm a weirdo. But when you mm-hmm. procrastinate, <laughs> like, is it just the stuff you don't want to do? You know what I mean? Or is it procrastinating when it comes to sort of work stuff? I mean, cause I, I would assume, you know, I think I saw you at UCB for the first time, you know, doing a show. Um, and I get the sense that, you know, you said was you it the to... character show that Scott Ackerman never went to?
3: Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Scott never went to um, Great Black Women. And then there's me. And so that was just a long running joke that Scott was just never going to come <laughs> despite my inviting him. Um, yes. That one, maybe. Maybe. Yes,
0: probably. And then, but like you. I get the sense that, you know, you started, you knew what you wanted to do from a young age, and you kind of hit the ground running between going to college in LA and then mm-hmm. getting into the UCB thing. Yeah. So, um, it seemed like you were like eye on the prize type of person. I, yes,
3: I, I, I was, I, I'm like, and I've, I think I've always been like that, that part, but I, but I will listen. So when I was applying to USC or, and I knew I knew I wanted to get to LA to get to the acting. I like, had good grades, really good grades. But I, I was like, oh, you could make your college application like sort of ironclad if you got straight A's next quarter. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll get straight A's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all you see, right. She because-
3: just said it. She just says it. And it yeah, happen. I just go, I'm going to get straight A's because I'm like, that means I just have to apply myself a little bit more and like uh-huh. make sure. But they were already good, strong grades. And so I was like, let's really make it, you know, seal the deal get that. But again- is there a reason I wasn't doing that the rest of high school when it was clear I could, I could, if I gave just a touch more of a shit. And so like, I like, yes, I am. I on the prize, but I also will do math and negotiate with myself about how much time I have really to do anything. So a good example of this is I worked in uh, as an admissions counselor at a, like sort of second chance university sort of, um, University of it was like it was non-name brand University of Phoenix type thing, uh-huh. and I had an office. This is while I was an actor, and like this is my day job. University um,
1: of Scottsdale.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Correct. I want to name the school so bad, but I. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I I would be in my office, and they can't fire me now because I'm I'll never work there again. But I used <laughs> to like I, I worked six and a half hour shifts, and I would have a set amount of like work I needed to do for the day. And it was up to me to like get my work done in X amount of time. And by the end of the week or whatever. And so I would come in and I could do like negotiate and do math and be like, Well, if I just chill for the first three hours and like check my email and (laughs) read news stories, and then like have my lunch break, and then um, take my lunch, and then come back, and then read my work emails and finish (laughs) up the stuff I said to do, I will have I will get all my work done today. So I would do that. So Mm -hmm. some people might do their work first and then be like, and I'd chill for the next few, and I'd be like, "Mm, it'll help me get through the day if at the end of it, I'm, it's like stressful and I have to it. Yep. I get yeah. that. That's every one yeah. of my day jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just being like, yeah, the first half is for me. And then the second half, well, it'll be for the company. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, yeah. So I, it's, it just depends. Like, I'm really bad at getting, responding to emails. You guys probably experienced that with trying to communicate with me concerning this. I'm really bad at it. Um, just, E- emails and texts give me anxiety.
0: I understand that. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah takes, I've got to it. Takes bad energy.
1: It. It take, yeah. Energy you don't have that you'd rather put into something else. Yeah, and that's like candy crush or <laughs> or like comedy or something like that. That's yeah. the sick
3: thing is that yesterday I had the day off and like my boyfriend was like, What did you do today? And I was like, Well, I don't know. I um, <laughs> I didn't leave my home. I was like, didn't leave home. Um, I, hmm, and I, I, this is real. I was like, I didn't do anything. And then he's like, Did you turn on the TV? And I go, I didn't. I didn't turn on <laughs> the TV. At <laughs> no point did the TV come on. Did you read a book? Nope. Don't know what I did. But um, so when I said, I'd rather be doing something, uh, it's chill, I guess. I'd rather be chilling. But also, I'm, I, I, I do have a lot going on, which is why yesterday was nice to just be sitting here. Yeah. Generally speaking, then the emails are a thing like, or I'll see an email and be very good. I'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. And then I forget to, or text messages. And then I'll be like, I would love to respond to this person. It's going to require a little more thought and time than like I have right now. I'll get back to it. And I forget. And I just want to pitch that Apple come up with marking text messages unread. So you can remember. Yes, to go back absolutely. To
1: it. Oh, I wish you could. Yeah. By the way, were you in a sensory deprivation tank yesterday? Yeah, like, like you
3: did absolutely nothing. <laughs> when I tell you this, um, there a cleaning person was supposed to come clean my home for the first time. Um, and I was like, that'll be a treat but then they couldn't find my home because they didn't yeah, know how to use Apple maps or Google. Like, and I'm not trying to be condescending. Yeah, Genuinely, you know. like, don't know how. And I was like, and I don't know New York well enough to help you get here. So I guess we'll just call it. And so I was like, my apartment's not even messy. It was just been a nice treat. And then I sat on the couch. I remember this happening. <laughs> ordered food enough enough for lunch and dinner i thought we love that very smart that's how i do exactly right you gotta do it for both right yep right because they'll get you otherwise otherwise i mean they're getting us either way but at least it's like we have some control in in this Mm -hmm. way so
0: ate some mozzarella sticks
1: (laughs) Andy, see i'm telling you you. mozzarella
0: sticks andy is mozzarella sticks okay that's his brand the new
1: york times Wrote some article like suddenly mozzarella sticks are hot as if like the New York Times has not been paying attention for the last forty years. But <laughs> the number of people, either fans of the show or friends of mine, that sent me that article
3: <laughs> prove
1: That's- that there is. I've pitched this t-shirt for this show, which uh-huh. is like a skull and bones, but the the bones are mozzarella sticks and the skull is my head. <laughs> that's the truth i don't know if it would sell right. i just pitched it as i'm idea. Yeah.
3: sure no. it will sell i'm sure it would sell i'd buy it Listeners? i love that your mozzarella <laughs> sticks by the way i would buy it uh, by the way no i have no stake in this company or this restaurant but there's a restaurant called carne mare and it's like around the seaport and they put caviar on their mozzarella sticks and i gotta say i don't think i would had caviar before and it seems like doing too much yeah why are we doing that? Mozzarella sticks are complete. But if you ever want a, a bougie twist, head
0: over a there. Bougie twist. Ever no, since Andrew Big. No, will never. First, of, I'm a vegetarian,
3: so it's not going to happen. But like <sighs> even before that,
1: after watching Big as a child. What happened in Big? He eat caviar. Uh, oh, he did eat? I think not He eats the little, uh, little corn in the cob, tiny corn <laughs> in the cob. <laughs> and then there's caviar. I don't want to. Uh, okay. okay. I'm basically Big. You, okay. that's true you are big you are that's
3: big
0: true.
3: and not <laughs> mr big no nope. Nope. no no nope. because not talk- because well i mean because then you'd be working you'd be shooting right now right
0: mm. that's yeah true. that's true absolutely you'd be, sh- you'd be shooting so um, you had your mod stick wait yes to start for lunch
3: yes and then got. i, I mean when i tell you
0: considering you have IBS, mm. that was also very brave to have. Muscle oh yeah, exactly. The
3: well then it did set the IBF off because sometimes IBS, IBS, which not IBF, um, <laughs> IB IBS irritable bowel. Fuck is how I feel about the disorder. Um, I, it did, I was already kind of having an episode and then I, sometimes when I'm having one, if it's not so bad, I go, fuck it and fuck you and fuck this and fuck this. I don't deserve it. And, my food is like my one vice. If food can be counted yeah, as a vice. Yeah, honestly. Okay. Wow. This is Andy yeah, too. I don't Thank drink. You. I don't do drugs. Yeah. I do eat
1: mozzarella sticks a It's lot.
3: really all I care about. It's mm-hmm. really, you, it's a gigantic portion of my personality. And so- it feels really fucked up that I have IPS. Um, so anyway, I, I do, I sometimes rebel against it and I'll just, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have, and I'll raw dog it. I won't take a lactate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Did you take a lactate? And I go, absolutely not. I'm, <laughs> my body is going to get adjusted to this somehow. And so, and, and I'm fully lactose intolerant, but anyway, um, I, I had that. I feel like I remember standing up to do something, <laughs> In the kitchen after the mozzarella sticks. <laughs> FaceTimed <laughs> Face- <laughs> Face- with my friend, caught up with her about the week she had. Um, huh it's like an, it's up, like an alien
1: a, abducted you and you just had truly, this lost time
3: no truly truly it was um it was really it was really bizarre that's the dishwasher beeping i've got a dishwasher which I <laughs> <haven't>. <laughs> uh, Echo, when, hold
1: on. Do you, do you have anxiety like do you have anxiety over like bougie stuff because we do we have a dishwasher too but
3: i
0: never I thought to feel guilty about it or call it out well,
3: well i think i feel guilty because here's the thing i didn't grow up using a dishwasher and i'm talking like when I moved to New York was really the first time I was like, I'm going to use this dishwasher on a day that's not a holiday. And I like, <laughs> live like and, and like we had a dishwasher in our house growing up um, and it went untouched. So like our house was built. So one of those houses built for you, like pick what color shutters mm-hmm. you want, whatever. And. When we moved out of that house, that dishwasher still had the like tag inside of it. Like <laughs> we had hosted we had hosted many a dinner party, many a holiday at my home. I didn't know how to use a dishwasher. Like what like I didn't I when I really tell you, like stuck right now because I'm like, I don't I, dishwashers, I was like, people use those. That's <laughs> cool. We had one and we didn't use it. Like it was just like, well, why wouldn't you just hand wash? So I do have some guilt about it because I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm a dishwasher bitch now. And I live (laughs) alone. And as you heard, I ordered food yesterday. So what did these dishes are old ass dishes too. They're like, (laughs) used them a year ago, and I'm like, we should wash these now. But- you and Naomi are living parallel lives. It's so <laughs> true.
0: I mean, like sometimes I wish I could live alone to do exactly what you're saying, which is just like, eat two meals out, no <laughs> yeah. judgment, you I know wait, what I mean? You, Use the I'm dish. not judging you, you just feel like this. Yes, it's also it's just, just a like you bear, it. thank you, a person yeah. bearing witness even. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. he's not actually like checking in as much as he can now bear witness to the gluttony and laziness, and I would just really prefer... To just be doing that in private, and then I can just go out into the world being like, "I got a new attitude," yeah. 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 you yes. know. And it's like no one I knows. I get
3: that. I get that. Well, what's nice is I living alone. I always thought I'd love it, and I did spend a lot of time alone as a kid, just single mom working, and I, I would, I'm good at entertaining myself. Mm-hmm. Um, also, fairly easily entertained, but like also that's loaded because. Easy is, is subjective here, um, but <laughs> I I uh, I like just I hadn't lived alone, though, oddly, like as much as time as I felt I spent on my own as like a, a youth, I had roommates up until I right before I left L.A., I got an apartment on my own. And I was like, oh, this is weird. I get to just do whatever I, I whatever I want in here. Um, I don't I can like leave that stuff all out on the couch and it's not going to bother someone when they come like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to say it is really nice and I am enjoying it. I know I plan to be married um, and have children. And so I'm truly leaning in so hard to mm-hmm. the like, my space, my time, very aware that this is uh, temporal for me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I do lean in. Yeah, I didn't do shit. I, I mean, really, I, I I then started to eat pizza because that was part of the order later.
0: It's <laughs> great. Wow, you also, really did say, Fuck this IBS. Fuck mm. the motherfucking the IBS. IBF. For I'm sure. also IBF. Fuck.
3: I'm now remembering though, as we talk, that I think two of my meatballs are still in the fridge and I will be having <laughs>
0: them. <laughs> Okay, did you get a <laughs> tour of Italy platter? <laughs> what is this? Lucky, mozzarella? Lucky. Eat some meatballs. Loki, uh,
3: I got. Well, here's the thing Caviar got me good because they know I spend on there. Mm-hmm. And I sent me a coupon. And I I'll, I have an email address that's like specifically for all the marketing foods? stuff. Yeah, no. and, and like, you can't. You so have I don't to. actually. Yeah, I don't see if like this clothing store is having a huge sale or Sephora mm. is whatever. And but I, I'll check it sometimes because I give that email. Not for pertinent things, but like my shipping records will be there. So I was in that email on Friday and I saw, oh, no, it's Thursday. And I saw, oh, uh, 25% off uh, when I order anywhere on caviar. And I use caviar. I'm not
0: getting 25% off. I think the the code is... (laughs)
3: Five, by the way, if you Thank need you to. Also, hey, hey, hey! No, hold on! Not on this show. I'm, I'm bleeping that out.
1: We're not giving them a. not giving them a plug. They have
0: not bought any. Oh no! Don't ad plug space. them! Don't plug them! I know that is crazy. But you it is my primary. It is my primary app, so I guess. I'm just okay, bleeping great. it.
3: Folks, cut, cut, bleep it out! Bleep it out! Bleep it hear out! Heard that bleep? It. Okay, so um, yeah. <laughs> I Wait. I got, I got. I got. I okay. got
1: three major questions. Left. Oh wow! Okay. Before okay. We, so like, before we yeah, let's pick. We're gonna answer because we're gonna answer some audience. Uh, some listener advice questions okay, great right. w- one oh, uh anxious child question mark Is question that- mark <laughs> were you an anxious child
3: question mark
1: oh, when does the anxiety creep into your life?
3: I know well that's you
1: I
0: really want to know when what it no
3: no i'm I'd love that. to the closest thing to anxiety that you you're asking me this in real time I'm going when I think about how anxious I am now um and I'm not you wouldn't know it. It's just mm-hmm. me wanting things to go, well, I'm not like, I don't spin out about like all the ways things can go wrong. That's not the way it manifests. I'm just like, we need to be on time. And now I'm running five minutes late. And, that, you know, that mm-hmm. that's me. And I'm remembering a specific story. When my brother and sister were graduating high school, they graduated at the same time. They were not the same age. My sister was real smart. <laughs> and she, they graduated is 97 don't remember how old i would be then nine years old and they're they're graduating from high school and a bunch of us family members are going to their graduation and whoever's in charge i'm nine is like late to take some of us who are still waiting to get in a different car and i just had like a whole meltdown about like missing their graduation but i'm like it was just like why are we late why do we why do we have to be late that's the that's the earliest memory of that that i can mm-hmm. have but i'm not like a like oh i'm worried and i'm scared it's just like i need things to go as it's not how do say as planned it's just that there needs to be order that's that's like regimented regiment but guys i'm weird because <laughs> my life is a mess in in, in many ways and in, in good like good mess but i'm like i'm also pretty like i don't fucking know so it's weird it's just about what i care about or if i'm like or thinking about what other people think of me as far as, like, punctuality and such goes. I, and I don't know where that stems from because I seem to be the only person in my family that cares about punctuality. Well, that – okay. So Wait this also leads yeah. to the
1: second – because you are – like, saying you are weird. I do find, your like, your characters – one of the reasons why I, I think your characters are so funny is because they are weird. Whimsical <laughs> even. <Yeah>. I find <laughs> – now may- maybe you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but I find that like this industry allows white people to be weird and whimsical, mm-hmm. and it often does not allow black
0: people or non-white people to. Well, be particularly weird. black women. Like we always have black to be women. like, I'm coming to you with the real. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I got the best
3: advice, and I'm yeah. strong, and I know what's going on, and don't mess with. Like, yeah, I. What I found, like with my characters too, is like, on, namely on comedy bang bang, where I feel like I get truly free range to do whatever the hell I want, which is why I have so much fun doing it. Is I love take like flipping that a little bit because if the notion is that like a black woman or the characters I play are supposed to be strong, um, I'm like. What's fun to me is having my characters be like strong indignant, but wrong, like just absolutely wrong and not making any sense. That feels fun to me. Whereas like normally I feel like we have to be so straight and together um, or ex- or as- or are expected to be or expected to play those sort of roles. It's fun to me to be like, or I can, I'll give you strong, but I'm going to be absolutely wrong and you're not going to want to follow my lead. And I'm not that like old wise owl. Um, I don't know what the <laughs> hell I'm talking about. How about that? Uh-huh. <laughs> if you want to take this advice walk right <laughs> off this cliff with me
1: so in the living hell that is this industry how did you yeah. not have that squeezed out of you like uh, fresh charge?
3: um i sometimes don't feel like it's it's interesting i sometimes i'm like the industry am i in the industry (laughs) i feel in many ways outside of the i'm very i guess i am in it but i'm like i don't i haven't drank the kool-aid i suppose i have not drank the kool-aid um in many ways i also what's fun to me and rewarding to me is doing improv and getting to do comedy bang bang um obviously when ucb comes back i'll be able to do improv on stage again but like you're I and doing a spank. We're going to do it. We're going to do a spank Thursday, 5 p.m. Be there, please. Um, <laughs> Got to fill these seats. We need butts and seats. But like, I think that starting in th- with the improv, I think, was really there's something really freeing about it. And improv is its own beast, too. And um, the demographics of improv aren't often reflective of th- the real society for a number of reasons. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt like my like mine, and even at times where I felt like challenged to kind of fall into a role or 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 play things that I don't want to play or or just be pigeonholed in a way, I was sort of so protective about my experience as an improviser to be like, no, this is my baby that made me happy and will continue to make me happy, and no one's gonna make this an unenjoyable thing for me. Um, and so I think having like the outlets outside of, um, standard industry, like true industry uh, work is what's helped me not have all that sucked out of me. Mm-hmm.
0: All right.
1: Third yeah. question.
0: Third Ooh, okay, question. The third. The third.
1: ego with your eyes on the prize, yes. where, does, where does
0: love, where does romance Ooh. factor in? I know because you said so factually, you were like, I will be married with children. Uh, you know, oh, yes. And yeah. this is my time alone. And it's like, okay, so obviously that's something that has been part of the plan. Yes, from, yes. Uh,
3: part of the plan, but only with the right person. I'm not, um, it's really important to me. I think relationships are the most important thing in the world. I'm not saying anything so profound, but that is my, like, that's my stance. Um, and I, that means familial friendships, romantic, whatever, but, um, I, uh, I absolutely, it, it's a priority to me, but to be, uh, in a good relationship. However, I was never, I'm in a relationship now, but but I was never a person who was like uh, overly romanticizing partnership um, Mm -hmm. or being like, I I wasn't like into like Disney and Disney princesses (laughs) or anything or finding my prince charming. I have a friend that was, and it's really beautiful and special, but like that was just never my, that wasn't me. And I, so I'm for partnership if it feels right. And so I've actually been single for most of my life uh, because. Really? Really? Yeah. mm
0: -hmm. But you're under
3: being stunning. Oh, telling me. Yes, I've been single up until um, last year. I was just a perpetual single. And um, wait for real, like not even like dating or like hooking up or like
0: anything.
3: Dating. Come She's going to get a little something, a little I don't know. something, something, <laughs> but no da- dating. But I, but I like, I didn't want to be tethered to, I was really career focused. Um, I continue to be, but like I was very career focused and I didn't see the value in tethering myself to, to somebody like the wrong somebody or someone that didn't make sense or feel right or mm-hmm. feel right for me. Like I could have had a boyfriend, like surely. Um, I, I know for a fact I could have, we won't tell tales, tale. So <laughs> but, but I just never, I, I, it, it was never the right time or f- it was not even time. Let me be real. It's not yeah. even about time. It wasn't, yeah. the right was person. never the right person. So um, I'm with the right person now. And that feels great. And it feels like exactly actually exceeds my expectations as far as like what I thought it would be um, to be in partnership. And so I'm like, yeah, this feels right and great and um, lovely and exactly what I hoped for. So uh, beyond. Yeah. Wow. But
1: like, what was the like, literally no relation? Sorry, I'm just like, really like, yeah, no, no, not no, even no. like, a, like a week. Like I dated this guy for a week. Like, no,
3: not a thing. No, dating someone no. For a week? I, I had a boyfriend in sixth grade for for three days, three <laughs> days. So if that counts, that's wait. That's- and then you were single from sixth grade to a year ago. Till last, yeah, 2020. Yeah.
0: What? Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. Free bird, getting it in. No, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding about the free bird part, but yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> um, but, but yeah. So having been, you know, single doing your own thing for your adult life, I wonder if, you said I can't really bring him up, the boyfriend. You can. But you're I in mean, a long distance situation see. right now, yeah. which I feel, though, um, makes sense given that, you know, you are a very independent person, right? So to, you're now in a relationship that really kind of gives you your space and yeah. your ability to have a mozzarella stick day and mozzarella dealing. But <laughs> also what's
3: so dreamy is being able to be in partnership with a person who, I mean, pretty early in our relationship, the, the IBS slash I went on, a, we went on a trip and I I got food poisoning, which food poisoning loves me. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, they saw me pretty down and out at pretty early on. And so after that happened, I mean, honestly, even before that happened, but especially after that happened, I'm like, oh, you can see all of me. It doesn't even mm-hmm. matter now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually, we, we split, both of us split our time between New York and LA. So um it's but, but I've always thought like I'm well suited for a long distance relationship unrelated to this current. Mm-hmm, current mm-hmm. I've always just been like, yeah, I'm well suited for one because I do like my space, and when we're working in season at SNL, I am so consumed with that, um, and don't have much space for anything that anything that's gonna be too stressful or difficult or time consuming. And um so I've always been like, yeah, I I think I do great. And when I did live in L.A. and I would uh, talk to guys that were not my person, um, I would be like, this works for me, for you to not be here. (laughs) 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 This works great for me. Um, And so, yeah, I am I am I'm so independent and uh, I do value my space and um but it but it just works so we both we go back and forth and we have so many pockets of free time during snl as well Mm -hmm. that COVID like our COVID schedule the last this season and last season feels a lot more overwhelming and like um confining than in previous years because we used to have a lot of free time in between episodes not a time but like a good like it was a wonderful balance and now it's a little more like you're here you're here Mm -hmm. and you're gonna do five episodes in a row so um, but yeah, I, I was, I was single, but I wasn't missing anything. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. here's a fun anecdote uh, I think is fun. <laughs> 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 I get to deem it fun. Right. Um, I, I w- thought catalog. I used to, when I was working at that job where I would be like, Oh, I forgot. I used to be on G chat at that job. Right. Uh-huh. Of, course, Talking of course. My friend, she was a lawyer. She was in her office. We were on G chat, just hanging. She was doing a clerkship and I was working as an admissions counselor and, um, we were on G chat and I sent her this thought catalog article and thought catalog at the time. I don't know if it's still big, but like was a thing. And so I, we sent, I sent her this article and it said the 10th person you kiss is going to be your, or the 20th person. I think it was something like that. I don't know. Like the person you end up with forever. And so we started to be like, okay, let's go through our numbers. And like, how far along are we to, you know, we had time to kill at our jobs. And so (laughs) she's doing her, she's doing her head count and I'm like, I'm doing mine. And I go, Oh my gosh. I haven't kissed anyone in three years and I was like in my twenties and I go, <laughs> Oh, Hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Got to rectify this, this weekend. <laughs> That's insane. But like, yeah, I just, uh, never like being in Summer Walker's album just came out and it's just like fraught with drama. And I actually love her album and I love her voice. Um, it's it's fraught with like tales of her her how painful her life has been with her her baby daddy and stuff and i'm like none of that sounds appealing for me to live. I can learn from all of your mistakes. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't need to live that. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I get that. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, like, so- talk- I've like talked to guys for a long period of time and been like, you're not my person, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but like, yeah. Been not committed to anyone <laughs> since I was in sixth grade for those three days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now, Oh, yeah god you're truly free maybe that's the lightness i see from you as somebody who has not been <laughs> fucked up by a man honey no. you were living your life nobody was in your head honey you didn't <laughs> listen to ani defranco with a certain emotion underneath and that's what i'm seeing
1: she's not talking about me she's talking about the,
4: <laughs> the
0: before the before, the
3: before, the before to be time fair, these men let me tell you one thing about them though they will in dating they will find a way to fuck with your head even if you're not Formally tethered to them. Let's be clear here. <laughs> Nevertheless, they persist. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but I, but I, I, yeah, I am a free, free bird. I'm still free. Love my man. Free as, free as can be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, now that is a perfect time to take a break. That's a gorgeous okay. outro. And then we're gonna come back and help you handle your scandal.
3: Okay.
4: Ready to pop the question?
0: We're back. We've got Eggo Wodum here, honey, mozzarella stick queen. By the way, you, you, you
1: just said this offhanded, but I think there should be an actual federal mozzarella stick day.
0: Okay, the way they have donut day and pizza I day, I think and they all that. should. I think they should. I think
3: it's time. The Pete, we've waited long enough. The fact that, I mean, the, the the number of national days there are for bullshit things, mozzarella sticks yeah. deserve. They they should get their due. Yes. Yeah.
1: Let's be it? honest, the government's not going to do anything else <laughs> at this point.
0: for us. The very, the See, this absolute... is why I don't think you have a hopeful core. <laughs> like when you say stuff like that. But I hope that, that uh, uh, the Look, working class. Look, he's trying to tr- uh, switch. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, an organic <laughs> intellectual will come from the working class and lead a uh, socialist revolution. Uh, oh, I we get questions from Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. Of course, our favorite, the voicemails.
0: You gotta give us a call, honey, because I love to hear the emotion in your voice. Three two three five two four seven eight three nine. One of three phone numbers I have memorized. Give us a <laughs> ring and let us know where you're at. Me, your mom, and this. And this.
3: All <laughs>
2: right. <a> <laughs> Here we go. Um, hi, Naomi and Andy and guests. Uh, I sorry, I just tried to call and then accidentally hung up on myself. So, shrunk start. Um, I. Don't say that either. I am a late twenties person, slightly um slightly butch femme person. Anyways, uh oh boy do I adore y'all and probably you two guests. Um I'm calling because I'm in a pickle. I have a new friend, the best friend of uh someone at a wedding I went to the other month and um shoot, I've gotten in hot feelings and we met about a month ago and have worked our way up to texting every day. Astounding for me, a non, a serial Um, Mm non-responder, and I think it may be mutual. The thing is that they got out of a fairly long-term relationship recently, and they moved out of the apartment with, they shared with that person um, at the end of June, early July, that I don't want to rush them or anything, but also I've never been in a relationship. This is the first time I actually want one. Do I need to give them more time and let them take the lead? Um, or do I go ahead with the conversation anyways? In the words of Amy Bryant last week, have a real ass, run it down conversation anyways. Okay, I think that's it. All right, thank you for listening. I hope you all have a lovely day and wishing you ease and rest.
0: Okay, Andy, you don't even like listen to these whole things, and you get the to perfect the f- question for every guest. I, well, it's no, it's
1: wild. I listen to the first like twenty seconds of but, stuff. I mean, I Eddie Bryant,
3: t- an SNL down. question that, for an uh, SNL person, that, that, I, and then at that, it's that, about having been single yes. and not wanting to be in a oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You
0: do that. You have, it's an would alchemy. you guys?
3: Well, maybe
1: maybe that like after being in therapy for so long, I just have a natural empathy with the universe, and with so the like, universe having that empathy with uh-huh. the universe, then you
0: can hear it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're a medium, is what you're saying. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I look I a don't be like just, a conduit.
1: I don't want to be self aggrandizing, but maybe I am <laughs> a medium for the
0: voice of the universe.
1: I don't know. A God <laughs> in some way, maybe. I don't know. A God. I don't wanna... a, yes. A God. You... I'd say
3: God.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll okay. You okay great. You that. said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You said it. So he didn't have to. So, <laughs>
1: so okay. So, um, she caught feelings for <laughs> someone that uh-huh. uh, that she met at a wedding.
0: Right. And now they're like texting daily. It's like really kind of heating up. And she's like, I would love to be in a relation. But this person is like. Just so, got out of one. Yeah, just got out of one. Also just got done with living with that person. So it's not just a plain old ba- breakup. It's like I had to move my items and uh. start a new life. And this would mm-hmm. be their first relationship. Yes. And so she's basically like, should I, should I just like. Should I just be real and just be like, hey, I'm trying to get with you a shorty. I'm feeling you or just be like, wait for this other person to come and say, now I am ready. Uh,
3: What do do you think? I tough. I think there might be an option C, which is just okay. Well, I, I don't know. Here's my thing. I'm hearing it. I go, oh, just out of a relationship, just moved out. I'm thinking trouble in paradise Mm -hmm. um, immediately because people need to heal. Then the idea that someone doesn't need to, I don't know the details of this person's past relationship, but chances are they need to heal. They're moving out. They lived together. Like you said, our moving belongings that um, I imagine that person is going to need space. You don't want to be the rebound is the thing. Um, and you do have to be wary of that, in my opinion, even if a person's like, I'm ready, I'm ready to dive right in that, then makes me wonder, like, why don't you want time to heal (laughs) time to time to yourself? Mm. Um, but I do think it's, it's, it's helpful to make your intentions and what you want clear as well. So I, I wouldn't say like, chase this person down like, let's do this, but like, Hey, you could do a, Hey, this is where I am. Can I ask where you are? And then when you get that answer, we hope that they're honest, even a little honest, because sometimes we got to learn to read between the lines. Cause some people are like worried about hurting feelings, but they're but if you pay attention, people are usually in those conversations letting you know where they're at. And so I'm like, I guess I'm more leaning towards B. I I'm or I'm or A, option A, I'm not with the like letting someone else set the pace and you sort of just along for the ride. I, I'm not here for that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'll say yeah. this though When I got out of my first Long term college relationship I was in another Long term relationship Like two months later And that one lasted a couple of years
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: you might So like, you know I, I do like the idea And don't I don't necessarily have a uh, Burn it down to the ground conversation <laughs> But I like what you said, Echo yeah. You know, just uh, uh, casually Mention your intentions, right? Mm-hmm. You got to mention those intentions.
0: Yes. Mention, mention those, those in-
3: mention those intentions. <laughs> yes, I love that yes. song. Yes, It's a good song. <laughs> it's a great song.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, uh, Peebo Bryson's best.
0: <laughs> uh, Peebo Bryson. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Your references. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh 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 and and then uh see if there's like a, a potential in the future. Right.
0: Or see if there's any hesitation. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I think also um, you know, what can be tricky, because I'm somebody who like when I when I was crushing on somebody, it was like so all consuming. And I was mm-hmm. so like a like trying to be around that person, available to that person. And I think one of the ways you can maintain a little balance and kind of take a little bit of the worry off of yourself is to actually like, what were you doing before you were texting this person every day? Mm. Go back and do some of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like push them off or or like, you know, play games as much as like you caught up in something a little bit right now. And I do think there's always, whether this person was out of a relationship or not, I think there's always value in taking it slow and taking the time to see somebody for who they really are and not just like love eyes and, you know, all those things that allow you to have like a a healthy, stable foundation Mm -hmm. Um, that I think it's like, okay, I definitely think also too, if you guys are texting all the time, this whole question of what are you, where are you at, please don't have it over text. Uh, It would be great if you could get together and have a little coffee or something and just be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. It'll also give you such a a much better sense of what they're feeling, being able to see their face and hear their... Yeah,
3: and read body language. Yeah, that's very good advice. That's
0: very good advice. Smell pheromones. You've got to smell pheromones. You've got to
3: smell pheromones. You (laughs) can't do it without smelling the pheromones. I mean, yeah, I mean... Listen, I have a friend who just got married and I'm sure we'll stay married to this person forever. And she got into that relationship a couple months after being in a long term one that wasn't great. So I don't think it's impossible. Uh, I don't. Yeah. But I think it's it's good to gauge. It's interesting to like have just moved out with someone. I'm like, I feel like you surely need a reset. But what do I know? I can't. Right, everyone right. knows themselves better than I know them. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Some yeah. people also are relationship people, you know, and they're very like they like to go from relationship to relationship. Like, they don't yeah. want to be single long. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you can also sort that out. But also because this is the caller's, this would be the f- caller's first relation, right? Is what yeah. they're saying? Yes. So that's why I'm like, because it's like you even don't quite know what you yeah. want in a relationship or need in a relationship. You know, as somebody who is single for a while, like, were there growing pains for you, Ego, when, as you sort of figured out, oh, what is it to have like a person in my life?
3: That yeah, I absolutely. Yeah. It takes, especially like your peers might've figured that out at a much younger age, like being in a long-term 16 year old relationship or even 20 year old relationship. But yeah, it took some time to be like, oh, this is what it's like to be in relationship with another person while you have gone on about your days and years, just, just you were just concerned with you and obviously loved ones, but like I was not in partnership with anybody. So it does, it. there are growing pains and it is like, oh, how does this factor in to my life and how do i navigate like making space for this person and what works for me and what doesn't yeah
0: mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. time yeah it always takes some time hmm. yeah to figure it out yeah you think, Andy, we had to figure that out too because you and i we also met each other both when we were like at points of like change like you had left grad school and we're going into comedy i had come back from australia and was like i'm really gonna give this comedy thing a try like we were both just like we're trying to do us but then it was also like I love you. And then it was like <laughs> trying to figure out how to kind of how to do both properly.
1: Yeah. I think our chemistry was so explosive <laughs> that
3: <laughs> I mean I in a he's, uh, like he's I not was joking. joking. He's not. You're. You are joking, but you're not totally. I'm joking. not. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not. I mean, there was something more like like we liked each other on like a personal. Like we joked with each other, and we had a lot of the same interests, and we hated a lot of the same things, which I think is just as important as liking a lot of That's the same. That's true. Things. I think true. you got to hate a lot of the same things too. True. Uh, I think I just think there's like some you know chemistry there's something i know something- but it took us both time
0: because because know- that chemistry was so like we were trying to figure it out yes we were we bothered to figure it out as against what you're saying yes because i definitely know i didn't like i was like okay i'm gonna come to your house and hang out with you all the time and it's like bitch go to an mic We're going yourself yeah yeah like, yeah i hated doing that stuff it was like way easier and it felt like a better um a more obvious investment to invest in a in another person than myself, if that makes sense, or to invest yeah. in a relationship than this business that will probably not work out. You yeah. know, that I was always yeah. like, okay, what do you want to do, person? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh
1: Lord. But looking no, back. Uh-huh. Now think about it. You've invested in both. That's true. And both have paid and dividends. And- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I cut you off. No,
3: I I love, but what Naomi said to the point, that was another part of your point that I really enjoyed, which was whatever you were doing before you started texting this person and that they were consuming your thoughts and because you like them and it's exciting, like go back and do more of that. It's like easy to forget. And even that advice, I'm trying to imagine. I'm like, oh, it's even easy. It's truly easier said than done because you are sort of like, what was I doing before? <laughs> like, like, right? This is like, this is like, my world has started over, and this is all I know. Um, but that is sound advice. I, I, I'm a proponent of that. But then, in making making room for yourself again, regardless mm-hmm. of even if you do get into a partnership with this person, you're gonna want to. Make room for yourself, and so mentioning those intentions helpful because it's helpful <laughs> to them, but it's also helpful to you to keep yourself in check and not get lost in the sauce and and mm, and lost kind of carried by carried by the waves of romance in yeah. a sense. Lost yeah.
1: in the cool. sauce. That's an Aaron Neville.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't we do that?
1: Let's let's truly see if the universe has spoken through me because I picked this one at random. We have not done. A uh, uh, like a DM in a while, okay. so I want to do uh, this one. that uh, comes to us anonymous from Instagram. Okay. Uh, hi, Andy and Naomi, longtime listener, first time questioner. I am messaging you for help with my relationship with my sister. Hmm. Our hmm. mother divorced my father when I was one. Oh
0: my god! Yeah.
1: Okay. My sister, three years my senior, and I have always been close. Even after getting remarried, I believe I was two. My mother made it a point to keep in touch with our biological father. We lived in the same state for years, and even when moving out of state for my stepdad's job, my mother always forwarded an address and phone number. Now, mind you, throughout my entire childhood, my mother and stepdad never spoke ill of my father. However, my sister and I had a mutual animosity to him because he was always a no-show on visitations, never mm-hmm. called, always made promises he didn't keep, such as he would say he sent us something for our birthdays and it would never come.
3: mm mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Damn, he <had> been there. <laughs> uh,
1: he had a pattern of making these promises of presence yet in truth we just wanted his presence
0: uh-huh. mm. Love it. Mm.
1: fast forward i'm 18 and i move out back to my hometown i decided to give my dad one more chance since i knew he lived about two hours away from where i went to college our conversation turned into him blaming my mom for not asking his permission to send me away at a young age mind you he never gave a shit about us I, being the hothead I am, cussed him out and hung up.
0: (laughs) We love you, girl. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: (laughs) At that point, I was done. I didn't want to have anything to do with the man. I am now married for going on 20 years with a lovely husband and two children. Still living in the same state I think this man resides in. Mm. During COVID lockdown, my sister told me that she had gotten in touch with our father and since has tried to get me to talk to the man. I have went to therapists. I have went to a therapist to help me cope with his abandonment, and my resentment for this man has dispersed. And to be honest, I just don't want to put in any effort into getting to know him. Uh-huh. I don't even know what the man looks like. Of course, I've seen pictures, but I can't even remember him. My issue is that my sister continues to push me to getting to know him. Two months ago, against my wishes, she gave him my number. <gasps> <gasps> Additionally, she gave him my 18 and 15-year-old daughter's phone
3: number. What? Well, that's
1: a violation. Uh huh. Uh, She says this was crossing the line when he called me. I told him he needs to come to terms with that choices in his life uh, with what they have caused. And this is uh, and they had and that he has to let the chance of us having a relationship go. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I have since blocked him. But when my sister got wind of this and when we spoke, she was upset that I don't want to have a relationship with this man for the past three months after not seeing her for a year due to covid. She has seen our father, posted things on Facebook several times with pictures of them, yet has not seen me. It's so bad that she and I made plans to meet up and she canceled, saying she was sick, only for me to find out two days later that she is two hours away from me seeing our father. I don't have a problem with them having a relationship, but I feel like she has made a choice of him over me. This message Mm -hmm. was longer than I thought it would be. I'm sorry for being so long-winded, but I am so down, da- so down about this, and I would love your input, and of course oh. with a pinch of humor mm. to make me feel better. Thank you for everything. Heart emoji.
0: So, Ugh. oh my god, I have so many feelings for this. Same. This really, Same. I feel this in my bones. But was there an actual question? And I don't mean that to be shady, but it's like, is she saying like, what, what can do I do I, to my sister? I think that's. I think is the question like, is what like, is what can I do, I do to, a, to my sister? <laughs> well, I, like to make her well, fucking get it. I don't me. think the question is what can I do to <laughs> my no, sister. No, no, no. I say, do not mean like say to my sister is what I meant, but like. Yeah, but it's yeah. Yes, can what, I invite
1: her over and create a Home Alone type trap?
0: Exactly, a <laughs> series. So a paint can hits exactly. her in the head yeah. and no, knocks I, her to her damn senses.
1: Uh, Naomi, man, you had the uh, <gasps> uh, of the three of us. You had the most uh, emotional reaction.
0: Well, so why don't we start with you? Look, someone with an estranged father, with also half siblings who um, have a different view of him than I do. Um. And also that feeling that this person said, well, like, you know, I just don't want to put in the effort. Because, again, you know, she's almost 40, right? If she's talking about, like, when she was 18, she cussed him out 20 years later. It's like, you know, you are a whole grown adult with a life and a family. And so um, I personally, like, as somebody who I have not been able to let go of my resentment and anger towards my father, uh, I, I'm fine with you not wanting to talk to him. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like I get it. It's fine. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I think obviously what we're dealing with is like the feeling that your sister has kind of betrayed you, and mm. isn't understand and isn't under not 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 understanding, but like kind of disregarding because she may totally get it, but she don't care no more. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, what is your sister? I think the conversation, the way you kind of start this, is like, what's going on with her? That it mm-hmm. suddenly had her so pressed for dad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like for some people, it was like, you know, there was this pandemic where it was like, you know what? We all about to die. Maybe we need to like get right and reconnect and, you know, or maybe, I don't know if your sister is in a relationship or has kids or like what's going on there, you know, maybe because, you know, people go through times where they're like, I want more family. I want more of a network. But I think, you know, your sister needs to understand first and foremost that, this is not an either or situation and that she's the one making it either or you're Mm -hmm. not telling your sister, don't talk to dad. You're saying that's not something I want to do, but go about your business. And I think you can also be very honest with her being like, it really, you know, this is the thing. It's like, we, it always feels like you are not allowed to show vulnerability, but it's like to say like, you hurt my feelings. Cause I think when we use the phrase "you hurt my feelings," you know that's not something someone can really argue with. You know that's not something where you go, but 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 what had happened is like, you hurt my feelings when you, you know, flaked on me to go spend time with a person who, uh, hurt us both for so many years, mm-hmm. and yeah. then see where she at. You know what I mean? Give her some time to have that response. Okay, I'm coming in hot. Ego, you next. You say No, something. because I, I mean did. it's a little. I think it's gonna have to be Andy because I I don't have a relationship with my dad,
3: and so many I was like, do she and I have the same dad? <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> my number was given with you know with that, all of yeah. that. So I, I just I'm hearing it is her prerogative to not have a relationship with her father, and if she feels like she's let it go. So when you started reading that part of it, and I was like, oh no, she's still holding on to the anger. I, I'd say, oh no. I don't want that for anyone to people, people to live with anger, but it's also their prerogative, even if she were. And so her sister has to understand that that's her choice. You she, Like you said, Naomi, her sister might be in a different place where she's like, I, you know what? My dad's my dad. And that is some people's philosophies. I have friends whose dads are in their lives and that's their sort of the their dad suck, frankly, but like, <laughs> it's my dad, like, and it, really fraught relationships kind of unhealthy and toxic, but it's like, but it's my dad, but you also get to make a choice concerning any of your parents like, this is not a healthy relationship for me. This is not the sort of relationship I want. I, In order to be relationship with you, I'd like to see some accountability. Anyway, he has not demonstrated that. You've made a choice. You've moved on. You are a grown-ass woman with grown-ass kids yeah. and chosen not to be in communication with him. Absolute violation. I couldn't even hold back my reaction. Giving the children...
4: Giving her n- n- the number. children's number to the that, dad. De- that's, that's, that's really that's,
3: yeah. That that's is so beyond the pale. Did, Yeah, that's that's wild. So I'm sorry. I, I want to say I'm sorry. Your sister did that, um, and I'm absolutely. sorry you're feeling like it's either or. Because again, just piggybacking on what you said, Naomi, it's not either or. It is um, your choice. You your relationship with your sister is separate from that of her relationship with your father, right. and it and be both can exist. Should she want a relationship with your father, as you have not said to her, you shouldn't have one with dad. Um, you're, you, it's her free will to do so. You're allowing her that. And so she should allow you to not have one and to force like whatever narrative. I also sometimes think people are living in a movie concerning like their parents. This is a passion of mine. <laughs> like, your par- your parents, like you, we're not living in a movie. Your parents aren't superheroes. God bless them all. But like, they're not superheroes. <laughs> they're but human, and you can decide if like this human is the kind of human I want to be in relationship with. If this human reflects the values that matter to me, and the and the kind of values I want to see demonstrated by a person I want to be in relationship with. And so, your sister might be living in this fairy tale. It's like, but it's dad. It's got to be. It's dad. He's our dad. And I, as a person, much like Namia, I'm like, what does that question? What does that even mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But again, her right, total violation. You should let your sister know it is, again, not an either or situation. I'm sorry that that happened. Um, It sucks to feel like you don't have a relationship with your father. You've come to terms with that and made peace with it. But now, as a result of that, you don't have a relationship with your sister who you'd otherwise been close with. That really sucks. And so I think expressing vulnerably, this hurt my feelings. Um, it really feels bad. Um is probably the the very next step. Feels like anything else, even judgment to be like, this was inappropriate or that was inappropriate or that sucked, isn't necessarily gonna get you further, but might just draw away. If if you're if your goal and hope is for reconciliation or to restore your relationship with your sister, then I think the best thing to do is to be like, this all really
0: hurts. Yeah. 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 And also, you know, again, I don't know, it's like you can, you know. I think especially too, that thing with the children where it's like, these are my kids and if (laughs) they come to me saying I would like to meet my grandfather, then I will decide when and how they connect with that person. It's not on you to give their number to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like like that needs to just be shut the the fuck down instantly. Shut the hell down. (laughs) It's like a how? Shut the damn down. Shut (laughs) Shut the the damn down. down. And and I think also too, you know, it's interesting because you say like A movie with regards to your parents I also wonder too and this is why I think y'all just need to have a conversation that I don't know if you've had is that you know when it comes to family and siblings sometimes people still see us we all see each other the way we were when we were little Mm -hmm. and so for instance I wonder if part of your sister being this way meaning like choosing dad over you or not telling you is because when y'all grew up y'all didn't like him and when Mm y'all grew up it was y'all against him And Mm -hmm. now that she is trying to talk to him, she thinks, okay, then that makes it them against you. Because that's how it was when you were like 12. I wonder if like
1: the sister, like, okay, so the uh, anonymous has a family. Yeah. I wonder if the sister has a family.
0: Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right.
3: Yeah, where, right. She, where Naomi said it, wonder where she is in her, like, in her life that she all of a sudden wants this relationship. And it means so much to her, enough to, like, damage her relationship with her younger sister. Right. And you said something about seeing each other like we were as kids. Like, uh, Anonymous is the younger sister, mm-hmm. sister, right? So even, I, I imagine there's some portion of her, her older sister, I imagine, potentially just being like, that's my little sister, She doesn't, you know, it's up to me to lead by example. And this is what needs to happen. This is the right thing at this point. We're older and I'm her older sister. That's little sister. but little sister's grown with her own family Mm -hmm. and and husband.
0: And, you know. um, Yeah. Yeah. But y'all just got to get, it's like, hey, like we're not kids anymore. Uh, I'm not 18. I'm not looking to cuss him out, but I'm also Mm -hmm. not looking to make friends. Yeah. And let's just, you know what I mean? And you you know, yeah, Real Housewives situation.
3: <laughs> I was truly just about to say that's your Real Housewives the whole like intro. That's the like opening credit line.
0: It's <laughs> just like, yeah, you just yeah, you guys have that conversation because that yeah, it really does hurt that she would um, not see you, and it's like, and you and obviously you guys aren't. She's there's something that's not being spoken about mm-hmm. between y'all because y'all got to get yeah
1: yeah something's going
0: on. Maybe it's like. Like on Gilligan's Island, the sister,
1: a coconut fell on the sister's head. Mm, okay, that's a very
0: good point. <laughs> she could have had go- a coconut hit on a head.
3: You don't even know. But if you don't have the conversation, you won't know. You, you won't never, know.
0: You never, you never, you don't know if she put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> as the song goes. <laughs> oh, my lord. Uh, Ego, my angel, this was very good. <laughs>
3: what a treat and a delight. And I shared so more about my life than I ever have. <laughs> I will immediately go be anxious in a corner and say, Oh, don't you dare. Dare. I'm kidding. I'm, ki- I'm Don't kidding. you I dare. Will- don't you?
1: <laughs> God damn it. Don't you? By the way, that second I- question, did the universe speak through me guys? The universe. I think did speak so. Through yes. You. No, you legitimately.
3: Are- I was like, who is this person is related to me. <laughs> so, um, um, but yes, absolutely, no, and I won't. This is really lovely, and in fact, my favorite kind of conversations um, are real ones, such as these, and where I get to like have people be vulnerable and express vulnerability. And I, I'm call me sick. I'm a Pisces, so I'm, I'm all like, let's talk <laughs> I'm about sick. our feelings. All our Pisces. Let's that talk is about very our California. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! No. <laughs> Okay. astrological okay. signs <laughs> no uh, no okay anyway oh. and on no. that note I go deemed the California girl uh, no
0: we, ad- <laughs> we adore you we appreciate you so much for coming through It's we've been trying to book you for ages and you just I be know. out here busy busy and so we're so appreciative
3: I'm so grateful thank you for having me I'm really glad we could work it out
0: you guys are so lovely thank you're the best Alright you guys
2: sure. alright we'll see you all next time. Bye.
4: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig.